Welcome to KGM Studio. Hi, everyone. It's good to be back here. It's Wednesday, Worship Wednesday, and I just wanted to worship God for what He has done in my life, in my family's life. It's such a blessing all the time to just acknowledge the simple things that He has given us. You know, this um, just last month we had Thanksgiving, and this is a season of who we have now is Jesus, you know. And this is the reason why we have Christmas. Jesus is the reason for this season. And I just happened to saw, see that, um, like this um, glowing light in one of the Christian bookstores today. And it reminded me, you know, it is true. All this hustling and bustling and just busy parking lots in stores. Truly, that doesn't really all matter. It just matters to one thing is to just know the love who love of God and that God gave us Jesus and that was the gift of love that he gave us. So I just wanted to remind you guys um this season is just just to put your trust in God, to know that he loves you first far more than anything. That's why he gave his son to us, to you, to me. And what a blessing it is to just acknowledge the the favors and everything that he's given us righteousness faith peace joy you know and um and as i was during this week um i was actually writing my book um still writing my book and i'm praying that it'll be soon be finished and i'm just believing for god's miracle to just pour upon people with this book um it's been Many years until um, I finally caught on to what he is trying to reveal to me, to the masses, about who God is. And he's just a God, a father who wants what's best for us, who loves us, who wants more for us. And so when we tap in and tune in to his, to his like spirit, to his word, um, things begin to shift in the atmosphere and just knowing who he is, you can feel just the presence that can come down on you. And, you know, I just want to release his presence over you right now, whoever's listening on here, um, and to know that God is for you. And so who can be against you? Because he is always going to be there for you, who will never leave you or forsake you. And sometimes... People may think, God, why are you doing this to me? Why am why are, why am I feeling this way? Why am I going through so many of these health problems? And I just recently heard that from one of the ladies just recently who I um, was talking to. But, you know, it's not why. It's how about giving thanksgiving to God? You know, how about saying, thank you, God, that I can have one more breath to breathe or one one more time to eat or be able to walk or be able to talk. You know, some people don't have those things. And I just want to remind you that God can give all that to you, you know, and it's a matter of your belief. And to be honest, writing this book I'm seeing the miraculous signs and wonders, even my friends who give me their testimonies for me to share on here. What a phenomenal way to see the move of God, like his kingdom movement is on 
it's rapid right now. There's so many people out there that are praying for one another. Legs are being, legs are growing. Um, when people pray, arms are growing and, um, eyes, blind eyes can see, ears can hear. I'm telling you what happened 2000 plus years ago is happening now. And it's just so amazing. But I wanted to share one of the chapters in my book because I was listening to um, a friend of mine, previous CEO. Um, we went on a mission trip together and he, him and his wife had this phenomenal authority to take over and actually um, be able to help hit their friend who was in the hospital. So I just kind of want to read a little bit about um, this if if I can share it with you. And so Mark and Tracy Jarvis, they're actually my CEO in the previous company I was in, and they shared a testimony that radically it changed my life um, through the supernatural lifestyle that they carry. And mind you, they were still new at this, but they just believe as small as a mustard seed, they believe that God will, um, will heal their friend. So in 2005, Mark was getting ready to launch a new product with his company, and he got a call that his friend was in the hospital with a massive heart attack. Mark called his wife, Tracy, and told her that they're going to drop everything at the moment to fly to Dallas in a couple of hours to see their friend, Scott, who had a massive heart attack. So they um, got on the plane, and they, when they arrived in the hospital, he saw a lot of church people in the waiting room. The doctor told them that if his family is not within two hours near the hospital, then tell them not to come because he doesn't have 10% of, of living. Scott's wife broke down crying and the pastor prayed with his church family and said, Lord, whatever your will is, let it be done. We don't want to lose Scott, but whatever your will is, let it be done. Mark and Tracy overheard his prayer, what the pastor was praying, and Mark did not agree with it. And so he bind and rebuked and canceled out that prayer that was spoken over his friend Scott in the name of Jesus. And they felt the spiritual warfare in that room because of their unbelief. And that's how, um, that's when Mark and Tracy, God used Mark and Tracy for that time to, to get him back. You know, and so Mark and Tracy told Scott's wife that they will take Scott out of here, meaning out of the hospital, and they will pray for him. And Mark and Tracy were still new in seeing God's miracles and taking authority, but they believe the word of God and they to raise up Scott to come back alive again. So Mark told Scott's wife that he wanted her and Tracy to go into Scott's room and pray for him because he believed that they will take him out of the hospital and will be going home with her. So Mark gave Scott's wife a scripture for her, which was in 1 Corinthians 7, 4, which said that wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his body, his own body, but the wife does. Some of the church people were arguing with Mark, telling him that he did not understand what that scripture meant. Well, Mark told them that he understood what that living word means when it was first written. But as of now, he told them that she has the power over her husband's body right now because two were made as one. Now, I'm going to stop reading right there. When I heard him say that, I was like, I would have never thought 
that's, you know, in the moment, it's like that rhema word come alive, coming alive to you. It's like it's speaking to you loud and clear saying, look, you have authority over your husband. You have authority over your wife. You can raise him up because you have the authority. And God has given us that authority. We, you know, and because when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are one with him, righteous in him. And I'll go on and share about that scripture too that Mark was sharing. And so then Mark goes on and says, so Mark prayed over Scott and declared the scripture in Mark eleven twenty two. It's phenomenal. His name is Mark, but he prayed the scripture in Mark. So the scripture says, so Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Now, this scripture alone is powerful in itself because it's saying, you know, you can command the mountain to move. You can command that problem to be removed right now in the name of Jesus. And because you command it, you believed it in your heart and it all intertwines connecting with your faith, connecting with your words. You have the power and authority for this to come true. So then he goes and says, Mark begins to... Mark begins to speak the word of God over Scott's body and notice that the body was getting a little better every second. Now that's an improvement right there, right? Because they continued praying for him. Then Scott's wife's faith grew much stronger and was seeing the God, seeing God's miracle healing in front of her eyes, in front of her eyes with her husband um, getting better. It just so happened that it was her birthday that day and she was high-fiving Mark and Tracy saying, this is the best birthday I've ever had because she knew how God was already blessing her. The church people were still outside waiting and they didn't seem to have the faith that Mark and Tracy had to allow God to do what he needs to do to perform his word. So when they came out, the pastor asked if they prayed for Scott. Mark said, Scott is healed. He is fine. Now I'll tell you guys a little bit about Mark. He is one funny gentleman. I love him. He's so amazing. I love him as a brother in Christ. And, um, you know, his character and his spirit is just full of life. And so when he said that, I can picture him saying it too every time I read it. So it was Scott's, um, so in that as Mark was describing, he said, we did nothing with the machines. The machines were still the same, but it was because of his wife's faith that shifted the atmosphere for him to get better. So Mark shared the scripture regarding her faith that she, that the just shall live by faith in Habakkuk 2.4 and righteousness is already done for her. And that is how she is justified by faith and righteousness in Romans 1.17. Now, I want you guys to, if you guys ever get a chance, read those scriptures to yourself because then you know why God has given you that authority and power, why you have access to the kingdom of God and to to declare and command anything because of 
your righteousness with Christ Jesus. So the doctors and nurses told them that they have never seen anything like this. People like this for people to continue praying for more than two or three days for patients in the intensive care. That's where Scott was. So Mark and Tracy were consistent, persistent, and patient, believing for Scott's full healing and to raise him back into life. They created a revival in the hospital when the nurses and doctors noticed that he was getting better. They started believing in the presence of God in this man's life. On the fifth day, spiritual warfare broke out just as the Holy Spirit revealed it to Mark of what was going to happen. Because the presence of God was in that hospital, inside the hospital, the enemy was going to attack outside the hospital. And sure enough, the enemy broke Mark's car windows and the family were a bit shocked. But Mark warned them ahead of time to not worry and to not acknowledge it. But later on, they were kind of like scared and shocked, like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? But God took care of them. So on the eighth day, the Holy Spirit told Mark to pray outside the door. And not to acknowledge what the machines are saying, but to continue to pray in faith. Scott went to Code Blue and the nurses and doctors had to run in the room to put the paddles on him to get him back. Mark and Tracy reminded Scott's wife that she has the authority over her husband in 1 Corinthians 7, 4, and that Mark and Tracy will be the gatekeepers for Scott. So Tracy stood in front of the door, guarding it, deciding who will enter into Scott's room, as God gave her the discernment to whether she should let them in based on their level of faith and if they were sad, because that was going to soon um, shift something in the room. So she... Mark and Tracy wanted just the ones who are strong enough to believe that God is going to come through and raise Scott up. So that's why um, Tracy was there, um, was there at the door. Some of Scott's family and church people did not like Mark and Tracy, but the ones who were able to go in Scott's room and pray for him, they noticed that he was getting better. And the re how they knew that was because Mark was pointing it out to them, saying, God is healing him. He's getting stronger every second. So Scott was completely and fully healed and alive on the 11th day because they didn't stop praying for him. Because of Mark and Tracy's measure of faith in God, they created a culture and environment for Scott's family to have faith in God for Scott to live. So with all of that, that was like the most longest um, testimony I had so far in my my book. But I wanted to share that with you guys because it's so phenomenal to see people's testimony, raising people from like, he was nearly close to dying. He wasn't dying yet. He had 10% to live, but they, but Mark and Tracy said, you know what? We're going to drop everything. Forget this product right now. We are going to fly to Dallas and they live in Texas. So, um, praise the Lord. It wasn't that too long, but I believe it was a couple hours flight to get, to get where he, they needed to go. And so it was just amazing to see the move of God in that place and for doctors and nurses to start believing. Oh my gosh, that is where the revival is. That is, you know, anywhere in your work. And it's so, it's just so happened that sometimes I end up going to the hospital and I end up praying for people and I forget about why I'm in the hospital. So it's just so phenomenal to see God move in so many facets and avenues and just places where we think 
it's not going to happen. I've had some people tell me, oh no, these miracle signs and wonders only work outside the U.S. No, it can work in the U.S. You just got to have the faith to believe and to know what his word says and to act upon it, put it into action saying, this is what God says. And when you do that, your belief begins to stir up in you. It begins to just unwind and like it's erupting out of your belly and it's going to come out of your mouth and then soon you're going to have the Lord of hosts coming into your place to help you get through whatever miracle signs and wonders or healings that needs to take place deliverance that needs to take place because God is with you just like he was with Mark and Tracy and so I just want to encourage you that if you are dealing with like maybe an unbelief or feel like, no, that's not going to work for me. Well, stop listening to those lies right now because God is going to help you. Because he loves you, he gave his son for us. He loves you. That's why he, his son was sacrificed on the cross for you. And he wants you to be used by him. He wants you to be used as a vessel. He wants to reside in you. He wants his address to be inside of you so that he can be moved, that you can be moved by his spirit to go out and just, whether it's to pray for people, encourage one another, he wants to use you for his glory. And right now, this is the season in coming here in 2023 where things are going to shift. People are just, revivals are already coming, but there's going to be more and more and more because the power of God is moving. And he said, enough is enough. My people is declaring my word and they are praying and is being lifted up into heaven. So when you begin to feel the presence of God in you, that is moving in you, just continue speaking speak in it, continue believing it because God is going to see you through this. There's so much that is happening around the world that we see on the news, but God is still on the throne. Things are still shifting and making things happen that's not being in the news, maybe into other people's social media. But let me tell you that he is a God who will always come through for you. He came through for me and he will always come through for you. So I just declare and decree right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for speaking life into them. Their unbelief is gone right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare faith filled to be moved inside of them that when they speak, the mountain move. When they when they declare, you will answer them, Father God. And I just thank you that their prayers will be answered. And I thank you, Lord, that they will put their trust in you, whatever it is, and that you will see through it, that they will know who their heavenly Father is, almighty, all-knowing, and all-powerful, and will be with them all the days of their lives. So, Father, I thank you for your love. Continue to bless them with abundance and favors all the days of their life and their family and whoever they encounter father god in jesus mighty name so i thank you for tuning in it's such a pleasure and a blessing again to just share a little bit about who god is in my life and i want you guys to just partake in that and just believe that he will always be with you and forever so thank you so much for tuning in and we look forward to seeing you in the next um next podcast god bless